listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fatality, couple fatalities, candy in my car and it's sweet like a cavity. Saying they after me, ain't no one after me. Baby mama used to work at the Applebee's. Somebody called my phone, yeah. I'ma send the ass to a voicemail. I don't need to check my voice, well. Big weight, I'ma need a horse scale. F12 Bertlinetta. I can sweat shirts in the winter. War turtlenecks in the summer. This here is not for beginners. Did you scale fingernail? Went to hell. Came back with the jail. Left jail with the Benny Honda. Kenny on the corner. Got the swagger on me. Yeah. Different fabric on me. Yeah. This for trappers on me. Yeah. Married to the gang. Yeah. Holy matrimony. Yeah. Boots upside your cranium. Fucked up someone's stage again. From strip clubs to stadiums. I took my shot and made it in. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Somebody on their way. Hey. Um. So, uh, I guess the, the first thing before we can get into the show, I know you guys. Y'all are too much. Y'all gonna have me fucking just crying everywhere I go. Y'all. Someone hit me on Twitter today and was like, "Man, what happened with the VIP tickets? Um, um." Are, are they are they sold out i was like i think something's wrong with the site right because uh <laughs> it was like 50 of those and those are like 50 dollars so i know uh it's only been two days so i know we're not sold out of that shit so mm-hmm. yeah. i went to go check the site it was didn't we do 75 Mm-mm, 50, 50 30 okay. and then 50 ah. um uh which is you know wild because we're oh, making okay. this up on the fly yes, you know yes yes yes, yes um yes. i was thinking talking about something that's my bad yeah and i you know like but these are numbers we came up with and we were yeah. like i was like i don't know that sounds crazy people ain't gonna pay that right even 50 i was like we'll just make 50 mm-hmm. tickets because people not gonna buy all those because that's mm-hmm. a lot of money get it okay a lot of people ain't made of money okay sure ain't. but um y'all sold that shit out for real i went to the site and it says vip sold out i was like <gasps> what so i hit up um our event planner was like hey um did did you get uh anything for the numbers and they only update us with the numbers once a week on tuesday so we have no idea how quick or slow this is selling to Mm -hmm. be honest other than that shit sold out um and we did not expect to get that many so what we're gonna Mm -hmm. do is um we're gonna contact the venue to have them open up 50 more vip tickets but after that that's it like that's really pushing it and we do want like people to be able to like get a picture with us if they want to get a sign get us to sign stuff if they want us to um you know like all that stuff for the vip people and that's gonna be before the uh, show starts at seven yeah, so so they get like early one thing about the vip people they get early admission so yeah they'll be in early else. they'll get to hang out with us for a little bit mm-hmm. um and then you know we'll go backstage and all that stuff so um you know the, the we thought 50 is that's probably the, the like we probably won't have 50 people that do it but then right. also um 50 is kind of the limit uh but we'll spend a little extra time we'll figure it out man because uh we didn't think you guys were gonna um mm-hmm. to do that so thank you um and also you know i know some people waiting to payday some people gotta get their money together i hear you um i i don't know how fast everything's selling out we don't know um i think general admission at the time was selling slower than the vip Mm -hmm. so that might be something where maybe there will be more general left it's 400 seats you know um 
so i i don't know what the numbers are right. uh some people have bought tickets and they like want to give them away and stuff right. so so we'll um, be doing giveaways i really do hope we sell it out i really mm-hmm. do um and like i said we'll make you guys aware on social media the second that we know when more vip tickets are available yes we will. uh it's extremely humbling and extremely uh you know and i'm very happy and i'm also uh kind of um you know and i and i feel you know like but at the same time like yes we knew that you know we had something so um you know i just can't wait to give you guys the best show that we can uh that we can do man i can't mm-hmm. wait it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be a ball um all right now let's get into um let's get into the show stuff all right the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions shadow doll productions is the maker of some fine handcrafted audio plays and we have a couple of um albums okay guys we have a couple of albums out um you can just go get them on uh itunes um you can get them on uh google play or all the places you get music just uh search the best erotic karen or sunspot and other ratchetness those are our two albums appreciate everybody takes time out to get them that helps us out tremendously and um you know we will uh you know we will the proceeds will go to shadow doll productions who continues to sponsor the show um as for uh and i saw someone ask a question in the chat um they said um uh oh man can you upgrade if you already bought regular tickets because vip is sold out i'm not 100 percent sure how that works i would contact the venue when the vip tickets become available Mm -hmm. and try to figure it out that way um uh and we'll i'll let like i said i'll let you know follow us on social media we'll try to put a blast on our facebook page and twitter uh when when we find out but um you know i don't know i mean it's like something you should at least be able to trade in and get some uh, upgrade i mean mm-hmm. so hopefully hopefully we can figure that out but like i said i don't i don't know for uh for sure guys so um all right let's go ahead and um oh. yes karen oh no no i'm i'm in as the wrong person so give me a few seconds okay i was wondering what because i my thing had shut down so when i was coming back in uh, my camera didn't pop up my bad okay all right um no problem uh let's get into some news guys i don't know what's going on in the news uh right now let's oh actually no what am i doing <laughs> almost fucked up the money we also brought to you by adam and eve Woo! oh man definitely want to get these checks okay guys <laughs> let me tell you something putting on a show out of your own pocket it ain't cheap it ain't cheap at all what? okay we do a lot of stuff we gotta pay ourselves out of the pocket we gotta put the show event planner you gotta book the venue there's all kinds of costs associated with that mm-hmm. get chris lambert down here it's all kinds of stuff so um let me holler at adam and eve real quick you know what i'm saying so we can uh make it do what it do okay um oh. uh, all right <clears throat> adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they're backing up that promise like you're gonna be backing up that ass check this out go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout okay that's a good deal by itself but now backed by popular demand and for a limited time only you can get the big o kit okay don't we all love the big o 
the little o is cool too but the big o that's the one that we love everybody knows that they want to hook you up with that kit that comes with uh vibrating jet uh okay it comes with karen's uh feedback it comes with a mini vibrator and it comes with climax gel and um in addition to that you get free shipping plus half off of just anybody just any item like you pick the item it could be adult toy naughty movie like i actually got a movie from them i have forgot what professional movies look like i was like oh shit that is right lights and cameras and makeup and shit look at this apparently all the things that go into making hollywood movies better than just like you know some shit on uh you on your cell phone sometimes you know without the right the, cam- the cameras are always turned the right direction apparently having a crew on the set is better than just one dude holding the camera who knew who knew who knew adam and eve knew okay adam and eve put in code tbgwt at checkout 50 percent off of one item you get the big o kit and you get free shipping go ahead and hook yourself up believe it was a thread on not thread but it was like people on twitter well you know what i was about to validate that there were people on twitter that were saying like janet ain't had no slow jams i know anytime come on come on most disrespected woman in the game come on dog i love me some janet it's a damn shame honey i knew all the rhythm nations honey a hat and everything you couldn't tell me shit Mm mm-hmm miss jackson if you're nasty come on uh all right let's get into the news guys all kinds of stuff is happening in the news um matter of fact let's start off with that's happened to our lgbtq family out here because most of it's normally horrible yes it is um apparently mike pompeo is speaking out for lgbtq people the only problem is that he is a homophobe on thursday secretary of state mike pompeo 
put out a statement to mark the international day against homophobia transphobia and biophobia around the world far too many governments continue to arrest and abuse their citizens simply for being lesbian gay bisexual transgender or intersex fear and bigotry are enshrined in laws that criminalize lgbti status or conduct in more than 70 countries and some being lgbti is punishable by death the united states firmly opposes criminalization violence and serious acts of discrimination such as in housing employment and government services directed at lgbti persons the statement continues human rights are universal and lgbti people are entitled to the same respect freedoms and protections as everyone else uh, now the former cia director and tea party congressman from kansas um it's a little ironic com- coming from him during his confirmation hearing he refused to say whether he still believes in being lgbtq is a perversion as he once said while in congress he also has deep ties to the family research council which the southern poverty law center is designated as an anti-lgbtq hate group um yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i think we know what this is guys spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can spins a web any size catches seeds just like flies look out here comes the spider-man yeah uh that ain't nothing but spider-man pointing spider-man it's funny i mean it's easy to put a statement out harder to do it in practice right come on now real easy to hop behind some typed up copied and pasted press release they'd be like yeah man uh the way other people treat these these gay people man it's fucked up dog what what do i believe that um uh no white white man or oh shit i mean i don't really think it should matter on a day like today you would sully a day like today with my personal beliefs wow you guys bringing up old shit you guys are stupid to nothing yeah y'all, y'all there's nothing y'all won't do to just try to make me look bad um let's see what else we got here oh jesus this one's bad forced surgery sterilization japan's trans community faces an uphill battle oh yeah i didn't know how it was like this in japan yeah uh they're running into all kinds of problems because uh in japan you know they were killing their girls the little girls because the little boys was considered more valuable Mm. Okay, okay isn't that something like they were terminating pregnancies well, if well, they well, found we're, out that we're, we're terminating okay yeah pregnancy. you kind of made it sound like they was like literally taking little oh, girls no, 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 no. Shooting them in the head or something <laughs> no 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 some people were terminating pregnancies uh they had an increase of uh little girls that they were just just finding like around where parents didn't want them after, after the little girls were born mm-hmm. um and so what's happening is that now they're having another problem where they have a shortage of women to marry all these men. And so now women are becoming more valuable and women are like not marrying uh, poor or middle-class men. And so a lot of them now are like not getting married or having to save up uh, to pay for the weddings. And now they say they're almost having like an opposite problem where they got like all these men (laughs) and not enough women. 
And so it's one of those things where I'm like, wow. And then you're talking about that like, sterilization. I'm not sure how much this played a factor. I know they, in 2015, they lifted up a ban that had like a two-child limit per mm-hmm. couple. Fumina Sugiyama, 36, has been with his girlfriend for the past eight years, but he's not allowed to marry her. The Tokyo-based transgender man does not pass the very high bar Japanese law sets for people to have their change of gender legally recognized. The process includes the completion of gender reassignment surgery, along with an operation to prevent the possibility of having children. A clause Human Rights Watch says amounts to forced sterilization. Right. You want to get married you have to not be able to have children if you're trans what does that even mean what does that accomplish uh japan also does not allow same-sex marriage two people uh legally classified as female are not about uh permitted to wed for my partner i want to get married but because of the law i can't go through the legal process of getting married i don't want to have any other surgeries i believe that if i'm going to go under surgery i would want to do it for myself and not for anyone else so i think it's an absurd idea and law because uh-huh. i know this might sound stupid but does that mean does this rule also apply to men so can two men get married nobody of the same sex can get married okay so so with the two women can't get married two men can't get married okay well then is it, it does the same rule apply to uh men that are transitioning to women do they have to go through the surgery and all that stuff too i i, I mean from what the article is saying um this would apply to whoever wants to change their gender just across the board uh, okay but they want to have their gender recognized um by the law they would have to go through sexual reassignment surgery um and have an operation to prevent the possibility of having children Mm. i don't know you know i don't know why that would just be for for men but you know um it would seem i mean maybe i mean but i don't know maybe i don't know um but yeah that uh that is uh that's fucked up yep uh because he's classed as female on official documentation sugiyama also faces other difficulties in everyday life he has been turned away from job interviews and he struggles to get health insurance something that happens here in america a lot come on um he has had to explain his personal circumstances to custom officers and elected officials who question why he has a beard uh politicians don't know the struggle that a trans person has to go through every day says sugiyama who has been personally lobbying lawmakers to for reform he added however that once he has spoken to politicians face to face they recognize it as an issue and a lot of them do offer help and try to support me in creating a movement um human rights watch first of all that must be nice when uh i, I mean maybe they don't have, do they not have lobbies over in japan because I, I don't know because i know here even when you do know you're wrong a politician will look you right in your face and be like i'm gonna stay wrong because i'd rather get these checks come on them, like, checks, that, them checks clack cash yeah oh that's too bad the coke brother said um that i can't recognize your humanity though but you know anyway talking point talking point talking point um so yeah human rights watch and international human rights advocacy organization is calling on politicians to reform the laws surrounding gender identity so japan can join the ranks of lgbtq friendly countries by the time it hosts the tokyo 2020 olympics it's also amazing how much the olympics play on social advocacy and activism in in the world like countries will clean up now often they still go back to shit but countries will often clean up human rights violations even 
things that they have really steadfastly put in their legal um um bedrock um they will clean that shit up it's almost it's like your mama's coming by your house and it's like oh oh shit sweep the floor uh take take, take out the garbage it's like down the world stage yeah like like it does like whatever it doesn't matter how fucked up you think the country is like you know uh russia doesn't even fuck with the u.s but the second you're like did you know russia got wolves walking around they be like no kill all dogs kill all anyone anything look like a dog kill wolves everything we just killing stuff um round up the homeless like it's never like a great solution come on but sometimes it's shit like this where like hey guys hey ixnay on the oppressing gay people shit for for just a couple years at least i mean let's at least get the olympics and then we can go back you know like that's so wild over some fucking games they're games people gonna be running track throwing javelins like you know what i'm saying like over games people are willing to be like we're gonna treat people like humans which is so insulting because you could have done it without the arbitrary playing of games every four years like what would happen if tokyo didn't get the olympics oh well we just go back to treating them like shit i mean come on now you can't expect us to actually try i mean why would we do something like that why Mm-mm-mm. um but yeah so um japan's controversial law 111 uh requires people to who seek a legal change agenda to have a medical diagnosis uh diagnosis of gender dysphoria have body parts that resemble the genital organs of those of the opposite gender and have no functioning reproductive glands so that sounds like men and women Karen. okay so 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 basically no sperm and no egg yeah that sounds like penis people and vagina vagina people okay like they just fucking it all up the forced sterilization clause is equivalent in my view to torture said kanai doi the japan director of human rights watch unnecessary if it's something they don't want and y'all need kids what the fuck like y'all niggas need children to be born y'all are y'all have taken away the cap on how many children you have just to be like but not y'all not y'all the forced sterilization clause equivalent to torture uh, because of this forced sterilization clause there are a lot of people who cannot change their legal gender into their own identity but also there are some people who sterilize themselves against their will there's a lot of pressure yeah the other thing too is like uh, why this will probably encourage people to have kids before reassignment just in case case. you know what i mean like if i'm gonna have kids let me do this shit now um freeze some sperm or freeze some eggs if you can afford it mm-hmm. which probably costs an arm and a leg like you know it does now i gotta make all these extra steps for y'all trash anyway um but yeah that's japan dog i did not know they got down like that over there but i guess it's wild how everywhere you go in the world just about it's a struggle for lgbtq people uh gop candidate films herself confronting a transgender woman using the bathroom what once again making cishet people the only threat in a bathroom so far after all this bathroom controversy we have logged exactly zero zero incidences of violence I, sexual I, or I, under I from mean, trans people you're just going to piss i don't care how you piss just piss but i just want to make something clear after all the scrutiny because you know if there was even one instance it would have been on every news channel everyone every pundit would have had to discuss it it's not happening okay after all that scrutiny y'all we have had zero incidences 
of someone trans going in the bathroom and doing anything to anybody other than using the bathroom because that's what it's there for we have only had cishet people doing something in the bathroom they weren't supposed to be doing whether it's men sexually assaulting people whether it's women harassing trans women we have only who is the real threat who is it's like our white people that used to have lynch miles are the ones that cross the street when they see a black person walking down it like what is happening here you can't have it both ways um a republican candidate for congress in california in california if y'all vote this motherfucker in i swear to god filmed herself confronting a transgender woman using the women's bathroom at denny's in los angeles now it's already demeaning enough that anyone would have to use a bathroom at a denny's come on the dentist y'all should have been together in solidarity just from that like we are both in uh we have made horrible let's life go decisions somewhere else for the 299 let's go somewhere right else. horrible we we got fucking i uh, mean at least upgrade that hop drink coaster cupcake uh pancakes them drink coaster pancakes they got come on flying saucers free eggs fish. eggs that there's more salt than egg like who the fuck wants to eat there and y'all got you got the nerve to feel some kind of way about the bathroom at a fucking denny's jasmina savidra uh savidra who was campaigning for a seat in california's 44th district streamed the incident on facebook live so you went in there that's um what are they called premed that's premeditated wow. you turned your phone on and went in there to start some shit uh i'm trying to use the ladies room and there's a man here claim misgendering somebody claiming that he is a lady savidra said um entering the bathroom and filming outside the stall you're invading my privacy the transgender woman inside the stall said so the you're person invading- is in the stall which means right. that they're, they're like like a woman's bathroom right. it's, it's private right so that you can do whatever it is you need to do you mm-hmm. know because a lot of sh- women go through a lot of shit right you're invading my privacy because i'm a woman i deserve to use the woman's la- ladies room she responded she's not stopping you from doing nothing what the fuck don't use the bathroom then ain't nobody stop did it am i kicking the stall door down between both bathrooms with my feet over like no both mine move uh she then left the oh hold on oh shit she then left the restroom and waited outside for the individual to exit so the guy so that guy is violating my right to use the ladies room here he's saying he's a lady stupid guy she said she then confronted the transgender woman she left the restroom excuse me i was using the toilet why are you singling me out lady and i see you yesterday following me the woman responded i was with my pepper spray ready and i called the manager so he helped me savita filmed herself so now you're threatening her like white first of all white women will play the victim in anything white tears okay um she she minded her business you walked up on her right i'm the victim that's why i followed you around with my pepper spray huh you're following me around what the fuck how can i be with a man inside the ladies room just because he thinks he's a lady this, this is unbelievable only in california this happens so Vidra is running the challenging incumbent representative nanit barragon the congressional district includes the cities of compton watts san pedro so y'all had stacy dash for five minutes and this woman jesus boy what is happening over there compton get your shit together ah. uh she issued a statement this week criticizing the incident at denny's i was appalled by the treatment that this the the uh her the the congressman who's already in office the democrat 
saying uh what was her name again nanette berrigan she issued a statement i was appalled by the treatment that this woman received for simply trying to use the restroom everyone has a right to their own identity and the right not to be discriminated against for who they are she said in a statement reported by the daily beast jesus christ the scary part to me is that that the woman following the transgender woman to the bathroom was completely ready to cry victim of course and if that trans if that trans woman had done anything to her if she would have hit her if she would have fucking like um defended herself from pepper spraying or whatever that other woman that followed her would have been like see look how they do i was attacked in the bathroom so catch 22 man and and they wouldn't have been wrong to punch them in the motherfucking face by the way she wouldn't have been wrong at all but i get it glad calls out marvel and wb for not acknowledging their lgbtq movie characters um every year glad the gay and lesbian alliance against defamation publishes an analysis of the current state of lgbtq representation in hollywood this year's analysis took marvel and warner brothers to task for some of the most recent blockbusters despite the fact that wonder woman black panther and thor ragnarok all feature characters that are canonically clear uh queer in the comic books none of the films made mention of that fact in the latter two films cases scenes that explicitly acknowledge that okoye and valkyrie are both queer women were considered before ultimately being left on the cutting room floor glad president sarah k ellis explained that while this problem isn't at all new it's particularly disappointing given how progressive these specific films were in other regards which mm, i feel them on that i i kind of don't like when they bring up like because it was it was for a lot of black people they got representation then it's even more disappointing i wouldn't say it that way but i feel but i understand the impetus to want to say it that way correct but that's one of those things where you don't have to yuck somebody else's yum because it didn't it wasn't dope for you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of black people that are gonna take offense to that when it really shouldn't be offensive like everybody wanted to have fun and some people got left out of the fun so they're just bringing up like yo we got left out of the fun um but yeah that's mm, that's that's kind of a tough way to frame it because there are people that are black and lgbtq you know what i'm saying um anyway with wildly successful films like wonder woman and black panther proving that audiences wanted to see diverse stories that haven't been told before there's simply no reason for major studios to have such low scores on the studio responsibility index at a time when the entertainment industry is holding much needed discussions about inclusion now is the time to ensure that the industry takes meaningful action and incorporates lgbtq scores uh stories and creators as uh among priority areas for growing diversity um yeah i absolutely agree with them by the way you know actually the article kind of framed it as if they were saying um i actually think that statement is better than the article put it saying it was disappointed with how progressive these specific films were in other regards um i agree with that statement because i the thing like i noticed it i don't know if other people notice it maybe you have to read the comic books to notice it but when they do take the time out to put characters like okoye characters like valkyrie characters like um in the latest film um solo which we're going to see tomorrow but um donald glover's character lando is supposed to be a pansexual Mm -hmm. right pansexual is like people that aren't necessarily caught up on gender specifics they're just attracted to people's like whether their energy their minds Mm -hmm. whatever right um 
well and, and that's not so trippy you know it's in space mm-hmm. like you know uh if we being a hundred that means captain kirk was a pansexual he was fucking all kinds of things yes he was like thing like aliens and shit he didn't give a fuck right Mm-mm. so um but this shit where you don't put it in the movie then we're doing interviews after the movie and you're like oh yeah we thought about putting it in but we didn't or oh he totally is a pansexual but we didn't but but nothing in the movie would tell you that oh valkyrie's bi oh she is word okay why is there not a scene in it that refers to it and some people would be like well how much more do you want them to put in the movie the movie already two hours blah 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 let me tell you how simple it is for a lot of this shit um like wakabi and um okoye were together in the last film they never share a kiss they never even have a like a intimate scene with just the two of them they cut that scene to put it on the cutting room floor you could have inserted um a female there uh, another woman there another one of the um uh dora miller took the same amount of time just switched the role what would have been the problem if okoye would have been calling uh somebody else on the uh on the boat on the bees and been like hey uh my love what is going on it wouldn't have changed anything you know everyone's so afraid of like to be the film that has the quote-unquote gay agenda in it but you know what beauty and the beast fucking had that same attack on it and it made all that fucking money a billion dollars nobody would have cared i really do think we're at a time where not enough people would have been upset uh, compared to the amount of people that would have felt included and overjoyed and it's worth it it's just fucking worth it you know what i mean and i understand the fear because you're making a film for everybody ages blankety blank and you know everyone's gonna come and you know people are gonna be hyper scrutinizing scrutinizing every choice you make and um i understand you don't want to fail and you don't want to give anybody a reason to point your shit out as being bad or whatever but the truth of the matter is some shit is more important than that some shit is more important man and it's very important at this point that these films start representing the things that make comic books so fucking great that make sjw's quote unquote so fucking dope you know that inclusion matters you know as long as we keep putting it on the back burner and doing interviews after the fact like oh yeah valkyrie's totally by you could have had one scene of thor and fucking the hulk walking by her room and like a woman walks out you know getting dressed and we're like oh valkyrie be getting it in that's it and she still can because she's buying the comics she still can be interested in thor which they barely put in the movie anyway it's not like they ever like i don't even think they kissed in that movie they didn't so it wasn't like we had to take that out because people would be confused because she kissed thor later she's there's barely a love interest angle in many any of the marvel movies to be honest like you know they're very like uh, they're very teenage love story there's vision and wanda there's um captain finally kisses the great granddaughter of the, the woman he used to be in love with that right. was weird anyway but the point being you know i, I ship captain and Bu- captain and bucky myself but come on me too listen two luxurious heads of hair like that get together okay they're gonna take the world by storm okay thank those better watch come the fuck on out. come on and, and and bucky been out there learning how to work with seasoning and shit yeah but it just seems so fucking easy to do at this point and it's it'll be a layup and you would get the bonus of people being like what great inclusion we just came from deadpool last week 
deadpool had the first time i've ever seen a superhero movie with a lesbian couple in it they weren't even like the main characters or anything Mm -hmm. i think they'll be featured more in the uh, x-force movie but they weren't even like the main characters of that movie but it was very explicitly like they're together and it it wasn't like some voyeuristic like and now watch these two women slob each other down Mm -hmm. like it wasn't even it was so cute because the way he kept talking to was hilarious right it wasn't played for that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because i think another fear is we're gonna put two gay people in a comic in, in the movie and then we're gonna like hedge into some territory where we're offending people or we're exploiting people or you actually don't have regular motherfuckers kissing in the movies t'challa barely kissing the kid that shit took two hours and 30 minutes come on you know what i mean like it's not i don't know man it's just this is way easier than people are making it and i think glad is absolutely right about this shit i understand there's problems with glad and there's some like they represent the white gays not g-a-z-e but you know they they don't really have enough intersectionality blah blah blah. i get it i'm not trying to say they write about everything but i think they're absolutely right about how easy it could be for these companies that are going to make a billion dollars off these fucking films no matter what no matter what to just put it in the fucking movie stop if you're not gonna put it in the movie then stop doing the goddamn interviews at the end and being like oh you didn't know he was gay the whole time nobody knew motherfucker you didn't put it in the movie right you know like don't try to get bonus points for being woke nigga you didn't do it you didn't do it so anyway um but i, I think glad has a point that's all i'm saying um so we'll get let's get into some other news see what's going on um how about uh, let's see how about this um fed survey shows 40 percent of adults can't cover a 400 dollar emergency expense i believe that mm-hmm. but then how is beyonce t- tickets always sold out Somebody buy i them. don't know what's like how does that work because that's a, always a b emergency do people just have a different fund for that some people some people do for real so mm-hmm. some people actually save up go to the concert start saving up until she made the announcement again and buy some more tickets Mm-hmm. like some people actually do have a, 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 a an account just for that right um so yeah um fed survey shows 40 percent of adults still can't cover 400 dollars emergency expense uh imagine if you adjust for a race come on uh yeah about 40 percent of adults uh probably higher for brown people and marginalized people that number goes up about 40 percent of adults said that that if faced with a 400 dollars unexpected expense they would either not be able to pay it or would be do so by selling something or borrowing money um wow yeah i mean look we've all been here you know what i mean like shit we all still here i mean everybody like one thing away from being like well shit i gave life a try guess i'll just declare this bankruptcy real quick oh come on like one medical expense one car accident like everybody be driving down the street you see them cars where you just we all have to understand like you know come what on. duct tape got the door back on and uh, i just get out through the window like dukes of hazard now come on you got to understand you be looking like whoo i hope you pass inspection baby Mm-hmm. like i'll get it um but yeah uh there's a the the results show that uh less than 40 percent of non-retired adults think they are on the track and saving for their golden years another 25 percent of respondents have no retirement savings or pension at all uh 
yeah how can you yep i mean how many people are working jobs where they can't they work two jobs already and can't make ends meet right you work you work the jobs and the, the whatever your state minimum wage is they be sure you get right below it because they don't want to give you no fucking benefits yep like walmart gotta get greeted somewhere uh these results show that millions of americans are in desperate need of establishing a savings habit before it's too late said greg mcbride see this is one of the things no offense but this is one of the things i fucking hate about when they talk to financial analysts in these uh columns because they're almost always talking to people that got it and they think it's just a fucking character flaw like we'll just fucking save the money i don't know what the problem is it's you know it's like that julie was it was her name something no Susie orman was that her name yes Susie. Susie something Susie anyway. something but i remember her like i watched like two of her little shows or whatever yeah she's talking to people that got money i'm like nigga you you like well listen guys instead of taking a luxury cruise downgrade to an economy cruise Susie Orman. okay i had it right downgrade to an economy cruise take two thousand dollars put it in the bank and you can just grow that money with interest and i'm like I don't have cruise money in my budget Mm-mm. in the first place. And that's so. why I disregard. We're like when them people be coming on talking about uh, uh financial people, and I be like, uh, "Bitch, you talking to somebody that already got money? What happened uh to the people who just trying to make it? And you no, know, twenty five dollars, fifty dollars a month might not sound like a lot, but that's a lot for a lot of people to put to the side. Yeah, instead of going to the um platinum edition of the uh of to get the platinum edition of the chains uh go with sterling silver save yourself a couple of hundred grand like okay i don't i don't have any of this none of it dog yes just uh i can't even put five on it (laughs) right right no no not 500 or 5,000 i mean just five dollars start a small winery take the profits from that and then reinvest them that's what i do put it right in my 401k you're like uh, uh nigga i don't got a 401 i don't have any land i don't have any land to have right. a winery. I, I don't i don't gotta don't own a home what, what what are we talking about here take one of the famous paintings that your grandfather has purchased and auction it on to the highest bidder on the black market you'll get millions of dollars i don't even know what the black market is Mm-hmm. the black market so you mean uh kroger's come on um anyway uh the survey conducted in november and december 2017 includes information from 12,000 people across the country about their financial well-being in general results uh in general the results mirror the economic expansion that occurred since the federal reserve began conducting the study in 2013 fully 74 percent of respondents said they either were doing okay or living comfortably in 2017 up from 70 percent a year ago and 63 percent in 2013 oh the obama years nevertheless saving can be tricky despite uh especially for households already working with a tight budget debt i.e from credit cards student loans also can stand in the way of being able to set aside money regularly overall consumer debt excluding mortgages is on track to reach four billion dollars this year um for other people part of the hurdle is making savings a habit allocating an amount to a retirement savings account or ideally both before your paycheck reaches uh you can make uh setting money aside easier use direct deposit and payroll deductions to automate your savings so it happens first before you even roll out of bed on payday morning mcbride said yeah but when you making 
$3.75 an hour after they tax your ass. You don't work 40 hours a week and your check is barely $200. That ain't the same. Rent is also a hindrance for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> Stacey Abrams won. She's a, she's won the uh, Democratic primary and a bid to become the first black female governor. That's right. The first black female governor and our lord and savior beyonce 2018 2018 but yes yeah, she won the primary and that's a big step man like that's a hell of a milestone uh she's a step closer to becoming the nation's first african-american woman governor and one of the nights closely watched primaries the former state house minority leader beat former state rep uh stacy evans uh the associated press announced so congratulations and I uh, hope let's keep the party going. So congratulations, and yes. uh, that's dope, man. I hope people come out in the the midterms because a lot of motherfuckers be letting it down in the midterms, and they really ain't done shit to get this voter suppression fixed. Mm-mm. So, so we're gonna run into the same problem because that's one thing the Democratic Party is not talking about. But what they are talking about is the motherfucking white people that's never gonna come back. I'm just saying um let's see what else happens um all nfl players shall stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem says the nfl now i normally would say this for balls esports but this is a uh, pretty big news everyone was talking about it um we haven't talked about this in a long time on the regular show but my feelings uh it's gonna sound like an unpopular opinion but i i hope y'all bear with me but these owners are absolutely right they're absolutely right man the league and the fucking um american populace apparently can't act like a dose about this shit like real talk the nfl is in and and by the record for the way for the record they're right about kneeling but they ain't go far enough the nfl needs to get out of the politics game 100 percent every last fucking one of the owners every single player all of them they need to get the fuck out of the game they can't carry water their entire league is a fucking hypocritical embarrassment of nothing but horrendous treatment of women horrendous treatment of lgbtq people i ain't forgot about michael sam even the way they talk about fucking um odell beckham jr who nobody knows if he's gay or not but 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 they but it won't stop him from talking bad about the man with all that coded language and shit i hear it um yeah the way they handle racial shit i mean the fucking quarterbacks just every year we had the same fucking story out of the combine somebody asked a black person a a person a very inappropriate question and the league never no one ever pays for it and then the other part some black quarterback falls in the draft no matter how great they were in college no matter how fucking good their numbers look every year we got a question is this nigga stupid should he really be playing quarterback in the white man's nfl every fucking year it's a racist league dog like the worst thing kaepernick did to the league was put them in a position where they had to be the hypocrisy had to be exposed they don't care about black lives any more than they care about the fucking police lives or they care about white lives or they care about all lives they don't care they're just a fucking business they're just a for-profit business that's here to entertain you and take your money 
they never promised you to be great people until fucking roger goodell came in and rode that racism wave of i'm gonna get these niggers in line yes he did meanwhile at the time the nfl's criminality rate was lower than fucking general societies but you know why i felt like they were more criminal than you know joe blow who drinks a six pack hits his wife and shows up at your job every monday um they felt like they were more criminal because they're black they don't want to see black guys getting duis or get being at a strip club where a fight happened or um you know any of the shit rich people do when they enjoy their fucking money they didn't want to see that shit those white people are jealous as fuck of these niggas getting money that's all it's about it's not even like it's not deep at all Kyle kaepernick taking a knee symbolizes a rich nigga doing the fuck he want that's it it ain't even it's about the racism ain't about black lives matter it ain't about police killing people it's about the fact that the white people in the stands hate the niggers on the field it's that fucking simple you can write around it all you want you can fucking trump it up all you want you can put it in flowery language i'm giving you the real they do not like these niggers doing what they want and you know why i know that because they don't like it when the niggas get money they don't like it when they balling they don't like when they women look good they don't like when they see them partying too hard remember when they got mad at niggas for partying on a boat we are rich that's what rich people do party on boats you ain't never got mad at jerry jones for getting on a fucking boat you know what i'm saying like it's it's such a hypocritical league you know i i, I remember when they were like we're gonna address the way that we treat women in the league we're gonna get a panel of women who will consult us and make sure that we are carrying out the right steps to 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 promote uh you know treating women better in the league for our players and da 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 jerry jones taking pictures with women grabbing titties jerry richardson out here talking about you want to shave employees legs like all this is lip service the redskins cheerleaders that shit nobody cared that happened two weeks ago nobody gave a goddamn it's a like the entire league can't hold water and they already made their choice which is why they don't want to get completely apolitical that's what black people are responding to we're not responding to the fact that you would say um well we just want to stay out of politics and we think our players should too it's not that that's bothering us and if you think about it as a black person a little bit deeper you know that's not what's bothering you what's bothering you is they picked their side already they don't have a problem with the politics of papa john's they don't have a problem with the conservative politics of the patriots their owner and their fucking quarterback they don't have a problem with that shit they have a problem with the militarization of of, of 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 the national anthem and having jets fly overhead and fucking army commercials and shit they don't have a problem with that they made a choice they they just they think we're stupid and the other choice they made was they think white people who watch the nfl are racist and that their dollars and their eyes and their feelings matter more than black lives come on and the problem is they're right it matters more to the nfl's bottom line than black people dying in the streets or worse than that anyone even acknowledging that they are affected by the death of black people at state section violence that even acknowledging it is too far for the nfl it's too much they cannot handle the weight because there's a small 
very fragile truce in the middle of the nfl's agreement between the average white fan and the niggers on the field and that is you will be grateful we have given you our money we've given you our attention we've given you our adulation we've let you fuck our women we we we've we've given you every gift we let our kids look up to you and even after that you're still gonna say you are affected by things that happen racially well i thought we had done enough for you niggas to not notice or appreciate it and god damn it you really should be out here telling black people to calm the fuck down because if you're rich then obviously we have made it as a country and racism is some bullshit so how fucking dare you Colin Kaepernick can't even work because he hit that fragile truce and it's been about that shit from day one so I'm not surprised by their you can't stand or during the anthem sh- I don't or sit whatever I don't even care about this I literally don't give a fuck you know who else has this rule the NBA I'm not bothered by the NBA's rule I love the NBA it's my favorite sport why am I not bothered because lebron james would come out of his mouth and be like trump's a fucking bum and i ain't gotta worry about him getting suspended fined silenced uh blackballed i had to worry about it steph curry and the entire fucking golden state warriors can be like hell no we ain't going to the white house before they win the championship cocky as shit they ever did by the way i mean nobody ever brings this up when they talk about the warriors that's some cocky shit they hadn't even beat nobody yet they was like we gonna win the championship and we ain't going to the white house i'm just letting y'all know <laughs> then they won the championship and guess what they didn't do go to the white house so yeah i love that sport because those guys are outspoken now what the nfl has miscalculated here and it's the same thing the reason the nba is like it is now because the nba wasn't always like that Mm-mm. there was a time when the nba was very bl- republicans buy shoes to i don't think i think that's a misquote of michael jordan but y'all get my drift it was very like mm, i'm gonna just be popular get this money drink gatorade got y'all buy my shoes and just stay out of this shit i don't want to uh, rock the boat too much you know um my man chris jackson um mahmoud abdul Aouf, mm-hmm. rocked the boat and they got him up out of there okay craig hodges rocked the boat they got him up out of there yes they did okay before colin kaepernick craig hodges was gone that's the nba the black league understand so this shit ain't new it feels hard right now because it's happening to us right now but this shit ain't new we've been here before Mm -hmm. but you know what happened after they did that after they made everybody stand for the national anthem a generation of more outspoken player first person first athletes came along because there is something about taking a knee and i don't mean this in any negative connotation but i would like for the purpose of this i would just like a little bit of understanding in the context i'm putting this there's something about taking the need that's a little bit too easy and i don't mean that to demean colin kaepernick's sacrifice but after kaepernick there were people taking these for a bunch of bullshit too like we leave that out because we like the vision of them taking a knee but there were people taking knees out of solidarity and they won't explain what the fuck that mean there were people taking knees because uh owner Bob, um was it bob crap one of one of the owners said some uh bobbing there um uh, said some uh racist shit about the inmates running the, the 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 asylum and uh his players took a knee for one week and then they didn't any, anymore okay 
a bunch of people including the fucking owners who don't even like these niggas took knees because donald trump told them not to do the take knees and there's like ain't no fucking i'm a rich white man ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do and then they stopped a week later why because they didn't give a fuck about black people dying in the streets they just didn't want to be told what to do so i'm glad that the knee shit is gone if it goes i'm actually kind of glad because maybe somehow more because people have been doing it but maybe more people will step up to the fucking podium step up after the press after the game in the presser step up in the locker room when they got a mic in their face and be like and this is exactly why the fuck i'm mad because i appreciate that shit it's what made the nba even better to me because niggas will come out now and just be like mm, okay so i know you want to know why i didn't hit no threes but um fuck donald trump and uh you know the coaches is coming out saying it like i think this could be a big step forward for the nfl it's an opportunity it's not a tragedy it's really an opportunity for these dudes to actually come out and be like what the fuck else they gonna do you know what else can they do now i know every player is not gonna have this option there's a reason that power in the nfl is very centralized towards whiteness right most of your quarterbacks are white or very very white appeasing quote unquote and i don't mean that negatively i know you're at work but you know you're not gonna have too many quarterbacks is out there just spitting that real i mean it took donovan McNabb fucking 10 years before he felt comfortable just being like oh nah this shit racist you know <laughs> like like donovan had to get like an mvp and then he was like you know actually i got some things on my mind i don't know if y'all know this but y'all racist towards black people i'm like okay donovan you know but i i think this could be a huge stepping stone towards that because that league is racist as fuck and nobody's gonna say anything about it or change it until players get more power and players are not gonna fight for more power until they fucking are ready to take these owners down and maybe this will be the impetus maybe they can get behind d maurice uh what's his name and fucking be like let's do this shit you know they didn't negotiate this with the players the players aren't even involved in this they sat in the meeting with the players and lied to their faces and they turned around and passed this bullshit like it's, it's fucking embarrassing if you're a player you know you've been carrying water for these niggas meeting with them some of them meeting with them trying to help get these uh charities or we're gonna give a million dollars to black charities none of them for social justice but still we're gonna give a million dollars to black charities that's something right united negro college fund get these niggas in school you know and, and at the end of the day they still go past some bullshit like this so yeah man um while I, I i mean what i say when i say the owners are right but they don't make them morally right there's a side of history here where they're gonna be absolutely complicit in that shit and everybody that co-signs them and every fan that thinks it's a good idea they're also complicit in this shit you know there's there's that history will look back on this shit the way that we look back on um the way jackie robinson was treated i i I know it will i know it will so um uh but but i'm not bothered by whether they stand or don't that like honestly it never mattered it wasn't going to save anybody's life because they kneeled and it wasn't going to change policing because they kneeled It, it it was agitation for the sake of agitation but after that there was nothing there was no substance to it you know like okay so now what you know you observe this thing now what you know colin kaepernick was the first one that took a real risk with this everyone after that not as much 
you know it was kind of becoming a pointless act at the end by by the time we got to super bowl nobody kneeled because it really was pointless by that point you know he made his point and he can kneel for the rest of his life but he can never kneel again and it wouldn't change the world at all but i really think this statement though says so much about how they view the black people on the field stuff that i already knew you know not i'm not surprised or shocked i'm not even really hurt i already knew it for my whole life i've been sitting in the stands next to white people that i know hate me and they hate that black dude on the field they don't even know they hate me but they do the way they talk about it thugs you know calling us scary (laughs) you know mad because lebron james has a quote-unquote posse oh you mean his agent his manager his financial person oh his pot his posse okay so what is grunk when he's partying oh he's just having fun right johnny manzel ages a kid need to get his head on straight you know like the it's been there my whole life i just never ignored it you know but i think for some people it's gonna be a wake-up call you know but anyway uh a hundred same um i don't know karen did you have anything else to add i'm sorry i know i went on a long rant nothing that i hadn't already said i mean mean, nothing that you hadn't already said the only thing about the uh my point of view is this when people talk about the ratings and stuff uh they've made quote-unquote parties mad on both sides Mm -hmm. both parties never coming back your product is not good and that's the biggest reason why it's quote unquote okay for a lot of people to leave because the product's not good mm-hmm. you know and you play too many games you increase people getting hurt you know uh and i think that for some people some people were mad regardless but for some people this was an excuse not to watch anymore mm-hmm. um in my opinion uh kaepernick was an excuse for them not to feel obligated to watch anymore mm. um you in my opinion you've oversaturated the market and with the advancement of technology i don't have to sit and wait because you know before it was like sunday it was must see monday night must see which was fine but when you start doing them on thursdays and and all these other funky days outside of that realm um for a lot of people it just became too much you know and like i said with the technology now i can monitor through my phone i can monitor online i can monitor through the app espn is espn is constantly giving me updates on my players like if i play fantasy football and so i think that those factors in uh to the ratings also uh mm-hmm. but overall no nah, i don't really have nothing to add on to what you said because i uh completely agree with what you said yeah it's gone way past um all this shit is a distraction from the games is trash that's like that's the thing when the games were good nobody needed to take the time to do all this shit nobody cared but between like these rule changes the lack of quality i'm sure at this point they're being affected by the fact that if i'm a parent i'm not putting my kid in football so now you're getting less lesser athletes they're going to other sports right like i don't like who want to do this job if they got a chance to do anything else like you take a special type of person to want to do this shit so i can understand how the league has been falling apart for a while expansion like you said the the over the over um the use using players making them play two and three times in a two-week span um people becoming more aware of concussions and cte and shit 
the league is now having to deal with some reprehensible shit that they hide behind but let me tell you something this is the ultimate equalizer if the games were good nobody would care and that's the sad part right because like people trying to act like they got put up on something with the cte shit everybody knew a motherfucker getting hit in the head stumbling around couldn't remember his name and then being back in the game three minutes later was not good right none of us were sitting around thinking like it was a joke i remember when espn used to have a segment called jacked up yes they did the joke was ha ha this dude got fucked up look at him his arm broke ha ha look at his concussion oh he how many fingers am i holding up brett ha 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 jacked up like that was a thing like the nfl's always been like this i don't feel like people develop some extra morality in the last couple mm-hmm. years i honestly just think the game's not good so it's just easier to be like man Correct. fuck that but anyway I other things to do anyway uh but yeah a par for the course them them having to stand i'm not even whatever whatever i'll probably watch the nfl the same way i watched it last season falling asleep on my couch uh to before we go to uh, brunch after brunch yeah going out to eat uh falling asleep during all the games on red zone waking up and watching the walking dead because i missed everything uh and not watching sunday night football or trying to watch it between uh like a couple minutes before game of thrones and a couple minutes after like that's That's it like it just is what it is i i kept telling people that listen to balls deep are familiar with this but i would go down to the the schedule and the games every week with justin because justin was like i'm boycotting i'm doing this and i'm like all right let's see what you're missing and we go down i'm like yeah did you want to see the Bengals versus the brown sunday night no no okay what about thursday night's miami dolphins jacksonville jaguars game fuck no like you know you just go down to listen you're like wait a minute almost every team in the nfl sucks and the the good teams play each other about once a season who the fuck want to watch that it takes too long you know every once in a while you have a team that you didn't think would be good that turns out to be good but between injuries and these motherfucking sorry ass teams like who who you're not missing nothing anyway dj envy is set to star in a new docuseries surrounding his family and career you may recall dj envy as a member of the breakfast club okay yes. he got very upset with Jesus and Meryl because they made a and not a very small joke about him and his uh about his wife staying with him because he makes money and even though he's notoriously uh unfaithful um and he got mad and said y'all don't talk about my family leave him out of it but now he's gonna make a whole ass docuseries about his family and his career bravo tv plus casey crew a real family show if he wrote before adding that both he and his wife would be executive producers spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can spins a web any size catches seeds just like guys look out here comes the spider-man how i guess the game is to be sold not told i guess come on i guess that's one way to put it all right that's ridiculous uh all right uh tommy lauren had drinks thrown there at, at her face during a hip-hop brunch at many Minneapolis. oh i love this song 
first of all tommy lauren at a hip-hop brunch why 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 would you do that that hmm um like who told you that was a good idea the roots performing at a clan rally surprise they got booed they didn't know what happened um tommy lauren and her mother trudy walked to a saturday brunch in minneapolis over the weekend and didn't receive a warm welcome they got accosted at the union restaurant and topher had water and obscenities hurled at her aisha wrote this didn't she yep for the root she already been shady uh she's she mocked out she marked out a sentence and said excuse me while i try to find a fuck to give <laughs> she is so spicy the incidents were captured and posted on twitter and in one video you can see the unidentified person hurl a drink at tommy's overpriced bleach Tammy's mom attempted to defend her daughter as the water thrower said, fuck Tommy. When the bouncer identified by the blast as Jeremy Jackson tried to intervene, Tobias was a, was a bit peeved that he wanted her to leave the area instead of kicking out the brunchers. And y'all say trap brunch ain't for black people. Shout out to the blavity blacks. Fucking these big white women's up. Thank you. Uh, I said to Lauren, I'd like to separate you all if I can, please. And she responded, you're just going to kick me out and then, and for them throwing water. Unbelievable. Girl, you knew there was black people in there when you walked in. Come on. Eventually Jackson did remove. It's not surprising the niggas don't fuck with you. Why would you go up in there? Right? Is she the last one to know y'all? Cause Trevor Noah and Charlemagne, they got her fucked up. They don't represent us. No, they don't. Fall for that shit if y'all won't eventually jackson did remove the water thrower from the venue but by that time she'd already been labeled a hero mm-hmm. the water finger water thrower to god I, <laughs> god I like to pay for your uh mimosas ma'am uh how much was they drinks was free for the rest of the night mm-hmm. gas tank gonna eat all drinks on me wipe me wipe tell me down wipe her down and throw some more water on her okay she lucky it's just water lucky it's just water mm-hmm she's like i didn't have time to pee in the cup right you going in there to agitate them mm-hmm. that was the whole purpose you could have went anywhere where you would have been accepted so you saying if you spit vile venom about black and brown people every day for money it might be some black and brown people out there in the world that don't like your ass what and don't look to the allies on this one guys don't look to the white folks on this one okay the litmus test for all solidarity is white woman tears and Tommy ass was crying crying real good white people was all in their bag for her oh no no this it should never come to this I'm like she didn't throw acid on her face it was water calm down i found out something new about myself today karen what i knew i was okay with punching nazis in the face but apparently i'm okay with throwing water in their face too i didn't know i found out myself all i'm asking is for people to keep that same energy for when black women get water thrown in their face on hip hop every monday keep the same energy we all expect them to get over it but somehow tammy was gonna melt they're like the wicked witch Mm-mm. she deserved this um i don't know why this video won't play i thought it was gonna play Oh, it's only three seconds so maybe it is playing anyway so yeah they threw water on her in her face um 
whoever threw this drink at tommy lauren thank you somebody said on twitter <laughs> uh whoever the guy is that cussed her out i hope you're having an amazing day <laughs> you know you know uh black twitter says i gonna find out who these folks is yeah for the good though for, for the, the first good. time yeah like normally we find out who people is and then we be like lose their job we about to call this person job and be like john did such a good job this week Excellent. you should give him a promotion give them a raise mm-hmm. well thank you for calling whole foods can i help you yes does john work at this one what's he want for dinner because i it's on me it's on me tell him holler at your boy okay holler at me i'm gonna take care of you fam <laughs> all drinks on me tonight come on Mm-mm-mm. of course in typical cape and fashion people defended tonsillectomy against her water water attackers violence <laughs> kathy griffin kathy griffin who i'm sure Ty, uh, tommy lauren ain't defend her freedom of speech when she had cut off that head of you trump no she didn't i couldn't disagree more with tommy lauren but i don't think it's cool to resort to physical actions to make your point the first amendment is a beautiful thing use it useless useless as fuck god damn i can't stand a useless ass in the middle of the road no good for nothing make a decision like you useless dog you either useful or you useless and your ass is useless like when they was coming for you I, like that's why i didn't even feel bad when she was crying after they came but i was like well you gonna one you gonna be fine you kathy griffin you gonna be just it was just a matter of whenever you decided to want to work again right and then two nigga you useless you shouldn't even apologize what you care about them being mad for it they don't like you and they never will ever so anyway um they deserved it so um the funny part is her mama got some too Mm. delicious also um for a carry the gun to invade the snowflake cuck liberal bubble uh ass uh white woman she sure didn't pop no caps she didn't want no smoke ain't that funny talk all that shit i carry a gun out these liberal snowflakes that can't take nigga you on twitter crying like um like every other person that you talk shit about you on twitter crying like motherfucking uh a, 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 a nerd mad that they done made uh too many black people on black panther you crying the same tears ain't that funny funny how the game change up Mm-mm-mm. anyway zero for that one same <laughs> these aren't even that fucking with black people but close enough guys uh all right let's yeah you can't fuck with niggas and then go in their spaces and expect everybody everybody ain't most people gonna be cool but everybody ain't gonna be cool with that yeah i ain't mad at I all i mean not that they're gonna be cool but they're not gonna bother you but some people gonna be like bitch today i got your number my the surprise to me and i probably just missed it but i'm a low-key a little surprised i didn't see uh charlamagne and trevor noah on twitter defending her low-key kind of surprise you know white woman tears will tear the unity in a black it's like trevor noah got to be in black panther and he's just like you know what i see it now i don't know what happened maybe it's gonna happen tonight on the daily show but no they took the week off so maybe by then it won't even be news next week so they probably won't be talking about it yep well just build your own tammy build your own uh let's do some guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race 
that's right it's guest stories time now that it's time for some guest stories that's right it's guest stories time that's right it's time for guest stories the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestant today, Karen in the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, everybody playing is racist. All right, let's get right into it. A man who was extremely intoxicated got caught peeing on the back of an airline seat. Oh, okay. Yep. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On Thursday, according to Fox affiliate KDVR, passenger on the Frontier flight on a frontier flight peed all over the seat in front of him just peed on it the offending urinator was caught from was i mean caught was flying from denver to charleston south carolina That's on a thursday long ass flight you flying across country too long to walk to the bathroom on the plane apparently apparently he was drunk as shit according to a passenger on board where he allegedly groped the woman in the seat beside him i hear a woman scream if this man fucking touches me one more time i'll fucking kill him a passenger named emily who withheld her last name told kdvr she said that he ordered two double shots of vodka so four drinks while they were sitting there he was out of his mind like he couldn't speak he was mumbling this man was extremely intoxicated a passenger told cbs denver the man also verbally and physically harassed two women seated near him wow he buried the lead on this one at one point the passenger said he touched a woman who was sleeping later he allegedly asked another about her sex life the flight attendants reportedly dragged the guy from his seat to an empty row in the back of the plane directly across from emily that's when he told she told kdvr he unbuckled the seatbelt, whipped out his johnson and started peeing all over the seat in front of him instead of recalling in disgust emily bravely pulled out her phone and snapped a picture cbs denver then obtained an image from emma curbstat that showed the hard the hard passengers allegedly endured and i screamed he's fucking peeing he's peeing on my guy emily told kdvr and the flight attendant doesn't even acknowledge him at first the flight attendant acknowledges me and says you need to calm down and stop cursing i mean well you were probably the one more reasonable because once somebody starts peeing it's hard to stop um emily told i don't know bless flight attendants because they probably deal with 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 bullshit like this all the time right now you're gonna get his pee hands on me all right karen guess the race oh that's 100 percent white meat all right let's check the chat room entitled white cuck white 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 didn't get held down by fellow pageants for his crimes white well in all fairness who wants to get pee on him i mean come on i didn't know i couldn't do that white pink fire hose snowflake the correct answer is white man that's a different type of mile high club he trying to join oh she got him midstream mm-hmm. holy shit mm-hmm. it was uh <laughs> like all they magazines and shit wet you know the magazines that have like the instructions for if it's an emergency <laughs> mm-hmm. you know <laughs> how to how to do your life best and where the merchant doors that he was like i'll take a piss on that <laughs> fuck it I so ridiculous uh let's see um parents frantically search for kids school bus only to find out later that the driver was arrested on suspicion of dui what yep 
yep oh 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 so also they're out there waiting on the bus mm-hmm. and it's not like you can alert them that no school might not even know the person got arrested so they can't like send out a mass text with like, hey parents you know uh uh you own the bus i mean you wait on the bus it ain't coming so they had to send out another bus mm-hmm. wow dealing with uh them kids, kids. Got the, them kids got school 45 hours late dealing with kids man that shit uh drive you crazy so now i just need a drink honey will mm-hmm. all that talking on the bus I'm like well i'm gonna need yelling that. and screaming and not paying attention honey the the some bus drivers actually hit bumps on purpose when kids ain't paying no attention make them bump their heads and shit act like you have <laughs> an empty school bus and down trees that's what parents say they saw on tuesday when they were searching for their kids from fairview elementary school after the storm Parents say they were told by Crestwood School District their kids would be late because of bad weather. But after an hour went by, parents like Dominic, Dominica Solarek told, uh, took matters into their own hands. Everybody was frantic looking for their kids, said Solarek. Parents say the kids' usual bus driver got stuck in the mud and needed to leave the bus behind. That's when Cindy Kill showed up in a different bus and the students got on. When Solaric finally found a bus and talked to her son Benjamin, he said some of the students were on the bus crying. Solaric said her relief came quickly and it turned into outrage. The first thing she said was the bus driver was swearing, using the F word, sweating real bad, and he said he was scared because of how she was driving. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Woo! About an hour after an hour looking at, around the development for the bus, parents finally caught up with Kill. About a dozen kids got off and went home with their parents, but one student was still on the bus when Kill was pulled over a few minutes later by the police. <gasps> Man, that damn! Somebody parents ain't care about that kid. Whitehaven police pulled her over for a headlight being out and said she was slurring her speech. Officer said she was shaking, sweating, and couldn't stand on one foot for long. She probably was lost A and B and there were lots of trees that were down blocking roads so she probably had to turn the bus around a couple times and i imagine her state that probably wasn't easy so lyric said oh so the weather was bad so they were telling parents you know be the weather's bad and not trying to find that might have been the the one child whose uh parents was like i can't get to the bus no one with the company said if she still had her job or not she better not have a job there's still some kind of check-in or somebody that they're face-to-face with that can see that this person's sober or not so Alex suggested that oh there should be okay guess the race of the bus driver cindy keel cindy white check the chat room see what y'all believe um da-da-da. okay you just guessed okay all right let's see white uh she turned to the south park bus driver that's fair oh. latinos white latinos white what how does that work what does that mean are you trying to double guess nigga cindy was bendy white white drunk off them the cores white got drunk on snops latinx white the drunks on the bus go shut that noise white the correct answer is she was white I mean, some of y'all missed it. Uh, one of y'all missed it. it. Said Latinx, right? <laughs> Trying to show my screen. My computer's moving slow, guys. Oh shit! Know what's going on over here? 
um try refresh it real quick um okay look it's working now god them kids fucked up but like no mama you take me to school i mm-hmm. will not ride the bus again i don't know if y'all is there a picture showing on y'all side not yet you might have to refresh yeah because it's a video i tried to get to play it never would play i think my One computer's minute. just moving slow okay we see it now okay that's her she looked drunk in that picture i know that much oh, yeah she yeah. does she, like she's like i'm fucked up right now goddamn kids get on my fucking nerves and making a u-turn in a snowstorm and buses are huge mm-hmm. uh all right let's get to uh the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two can she take it to the top and go three for three let's see officials in ohio have demanded proof from a woman who has falsely claimed that fermented cabbage juice can cure everything from autism to homosexuality what jillian mighty epperly 44 from canton ohio claims that a substance called candida causes disease in the body and that drinking a gallon of protocol she calls jilly juice every day can be used to treat it a gallon the drink is made by blending salt water with kale or cabbage that is fermented at room temperature for three days that sounds like shit that make you sick she claims she is she did made these claims in a self-published book detailing her ideas tens of thousand people follow her on her facebook page oh jesus we are cut this is why russia won what but Eberly has no known medical or scientific qualifications according to buzzfeed report which indica- included an interview with her david serres director of medical nutrition at columbia universal uh university uh irving medical center told the website that epperly's claims are absolutely dangerous nonsense in a self-published book entitled candida weaponized fungus mainstream and mutancy epperly claims she cured herself of chronic illnesses including premenstrual dysphoric disorder and no longer gets sick from the flu colds or suffers from allergies thanks to her juices she wrote that probiotics can reverse paralysis autism and cancer she claims these what yes these claims actually have no scientific backing the powers of jelly juice stretch to change in the biochemistry of gay lesbian and transgender people she argued in a facebook post stating a person's sexuality or gender identity is caused by a mutation of the human body it can even cause limbs and organs to regrow symptoms include dizziness headaches nausea explosive diarrhea and all signs that her juice is rotting the body of parasites she says so if or you get, killing you if you get those symptoms it's, that's because it's working or killing you that jelly juice consumer protection section sent everly uh a letter requested proof regarding her claims on jellyjuice.com including customer testimonials however the spokesperson said it could not confirm whether the unit had launched a formal investigation prior to a public filing such as a lawsuit Eberly did not respond to a request for comment. She told BuzzFeed in March that followers must pay $30 a year in order to access content on her website, which include private forums, private phone consultations. Meanwhile, cost $70 an hour. What? Well, guess the race, Karen. That's a white woman. 
karen said white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe her race was um it's, it's, uh, don't trust doctors because fear of obama white goop white curing disease with sauerkraut water not turpentine white uh <laughs> this is stupid get out of here white uh get that the one white person who went to dr c he white uh goop knockoff white jilly juice is cold for coochie juice black Aww. white the correct answer is and every last one of y'all missed it she is asian oh <laughs> Eat it up. Somebody said knock off kimchi. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Uh she's Asian, guys. That's the wow. woman selling y'all. Jillian Epperly selling y'all jelly juice. Mm-hmm. Jillian Jillian My Fee Epperly. That was the clue. My Fee was her middle name. All right, let's go to some sore ratchetness and get out of here, Karen. You were so close. Uh didn't I almost have it all? Almost. <laughs> that's right another dead person after drinking some jelly juice come on a man attempts to break into an atm with a sword a man tried and failed to break into an atm with a samurai sword overnight on tuesday san antonio police called the bank of america on the south side around 2 30 a.m the suspect did some serious damage to the machine he was unable to take any money police found found the man yelling about how he thinks banks take all his money he was arrested taken in for questioning must have been on that jelly juice i don't know i don't know uh all right guys that's it for this week uh tomorrow for premium people is balls these sports we'll have a lot to talk about and i'm not talking about that anthem shit i'm actually talking about guys if y'all knew all the stuff these these motherfuckers got into out the court this week my goodness pray for us and then uh friday afternoon we will be doing the nerd off with uh hopefully chris and aaron can make it yes but uh karen will definitely be here so uh premium people thank you so much for your support get your tickets the blackoutist.com slash live 2018 your tickets we don't know when it's gonna sell out but we believe that it's going to uh uh sell out follow us on social media so you can know when the um premium tickets open back up man uh the vip tickets and we'll uh we'll let you guys know as soon as we know uh we hope to see you all there um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good time it is um so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.